With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Thursday, March 11th, 2021, and welcome to episode number 294 of the second installment of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. This is, of course, the one and the only NWO Wolfpack. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time subject of all time, excuse me, that being, of course, professional wrestling. We, of course, will start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, of course, filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, will be, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. Also, ladies and gentlemen, our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here tonight. Of course, already here on the line, getting it all prepped here for us to read here in the next few moments. <clears throat> he is a two-time WCWS Hall of Famer. He is, of course, part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. 
He is also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. Of course, as we said, he's a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, including, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the current Impact U.S. Revolver Championship, as well as, of course, <clears throat> of course, I do believe uh, uh, one-fourth of the new WCW U.S. eight-man tag team championships, as well as, of course, co-holder of both the OVWUS and GWI tag team titles alongside the Kia Club's Ben Patel. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, hailing from Front Royal, Virginia, of course, the man had turned the big 3-0 this past weekend, the human suplex machine himself, the one and the only, Mr. John Gross. John, we welcome you, sir, to 294 Wolfpack. Thank you for being here with us here tonight. We hope to record. We expect more folks to come in, of course, here momentarily. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, if you wish to join us for every anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight five two one pound, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here tonight, including, ladies and gentlemen. In addition to our news and views of history and birthdays, you'll get everybody's personal thoughts and opinions as to what happened last night on both on both editions of NXT and AEW Dynamite. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be we'll be of course giving you one last update, ladies and gentlemen, before the big night tomorrow night, as to of course the status of of the title of the poll of the trivia championship uh, poll matches that are currently going on. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the <clears throat> the tournament, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to fill uh, three empty uh, existing championships. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, something new that we just added to mo- just a few moments ago. And, of course, we hope we'll have implications on the uh, next prediction title challenge that we have coming up here in the beginning of April. And, of course, other stuff will definitely be brought, up, be brought to our attention as well, so be sure to listen in on that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it is now 8.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday, March 11, 2021. Let us now proceed immediately to 411mania.com and check, of course, on the latest wrestling uh, news and views here segment. We, of course, as always, thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WCWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows, including, of course, ladies and gentlemen, in addition to Wolfpack, of course, don't forget the Mothership Broadcast Revolution, as well as, of course, Raw Radio, Outside the Ropes, Power Hour, uh, WCWS This Morning. I'm also pretty certain it is also used on Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, as well as, of course, Sports Machine. And we hope to, of course, whenever we get a lot more of our of our uh, shows that we have not aired for quite some time, we hope to get them up and going again here in 2021. 4-11 Mania will definitely be, of course, uh, utilized here big time. So be sure to listen in on that, as we, of course, <clears throat> as we, of course, to uh, as we, of course, like I said, uh, give you an update on that here, hopefully soon. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's go ahead and get right in into, right here to it. As Jeremy Thomas has our first story of the night, some WWE news. As Don Team Month High, and also the full match of the of the Six Pack Challenge from WrestleMania 33, and we'll talk about that here in just in just a few moments. <clears throat> 
Uh, NXT, I mean, I'm sorry, WWE stock continued to continued its rise on Thursday, hitting its highest closing mark in over a year. The company's stock closed at $58.28 on Thursday, up 1.06 or 1.85% from the previous closing price. That puts the stock at its highest point since January 30th, 2020, when the stock closed at $62.30 before plummeting to $48.88 ahead of the 2019 financial report. Also, ladies and gentlemen, WWE has released a full WrestleMania 33 SmackDown six-pack challenge, which saw Naomi, Becky Lynch, Miss Bliss, Natalya, Mickey James, and Carmella compete for the Women's Championship. Now, we have the video, of course, right here, and we will definitely, of course, ladies and gentlemen, um, I'm pretty sure we do not have this matchup here yet on, on any of our groups. We will definitely be posting this in the group Women of WCWS, of course, coming up after Wolfpack is after Wolfpack is done for the evening. Our next story here, folks, Jeremy Thomas posts this story as The Rock celebrates the anniversaries of his wrestling debut and also his match against the Hurricane. The Rock celebrated two wrestling anniversaries yesterday in 25 years since his debut and 18 years since his match against Hurricane Helms. The Great One took to Twitter to comment on both, of course, and here's what he said. Rock replied to a post by Helms talking about their famous one-on-one match on Raw, which Helms won, writing, The pleasure was mine, my friend. Such a fun night, and we set the people home happy and shocked, which was a great thing. He also retweeted a couple of posts about his 25th, the 25th anniversary of his debut, writing the writing the following: "Unreal, not only my first ever pro wrestling match, but the first time I ever wrestled in front of people, which was 15,000 plus in Corpus Christi, Texas. Broke as hell, willing to work hard, and thought my fanny pack was cool. Wow, thank you for this. Uh, uh, Three-time father to all girls is the, is the most important one." And also my fanny pack. So, and of course, he has several more tweets on here. If you want to uh, pull up what else we had to say, you can go to the story. Uh, going to some news involving uh, some various news right here. First off, Game Changer Wrestling announces the Ashes to Ashes, Ashes show for May, plus also a new AEW sweepstakes. Game Changer Wrestling has announced a new show for the start of May. The company announced on Thursday that Ashes to Ashes will take place on May 1st in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and will stream live on Fight TV. Tickets for the event go on sale on March. Well, actually, will go on sale tomorrow at 2 p.m. There's a link right here to this page off of this story if you want to go check it check it out. And they also posted this. Um, they also, of course, posted several. Uh, Several things on a tweet there as well, talking about the show, as we said, Saturday, May 1st at 8 p.m. You can check out that tweet right here as well. AEW has announced a sweepstakes for an ultimate experience package that will include meeting Chris Jericho, front row tickets to a Dynamite taping, a backstage tour, and more. You can find out, of course, more below. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Jericho actually posted a video uh, uh, off of his YouTube channel earlier today about this and uh, I actually did post this in the AEW US page if you want to go back and check that out but the tweet from AEW reads as follows hang out with the champion hashtag Chris Jericho and go behind the scenes at a live hashtag AEW Dynamite event 
and it says, of course, enter the wind. There's a link on, on this, of course, um, on this on this tweet if you want to, of course, check that out. Jeremy Thomas posted this story as the as the documentary Dark Side of the Ring is just, will be streaming on Discovery Plus starting next month. Discovery Plus is set to add Dark Side Dark Side of the Ring with several other docuseries to its roster starting next month. THR reports that the streaming service has picked up six of Vice TV's nonfiction series, including Dark Dark Side of the Dark and Dark Side of the Ring After Dark Hamilton's Pharmacopia, F, F That's Delicious, Hate Thy Neighbor, and Weed a Kit. Hmm. All the series will stream on Discovery Plus in April, though specific dates are still to be determined. As we continue to build a definitive streaming service for nonfiction content, we are thrilled to partner with Vice on their acclaimed series, which was set by Lisa Holm, Group Senior VP, Content and Commercial Strategy for Discovery. These thoughtful, engaging shows perfectly complement our own original series and further reinforce that Discovery Plus is home to the best real-life stories. Uh, we are proud to bring this. We are proud to bring these compelling and powerful, distinctive series of Discovery Plus, a platform which shares our commit, commitment to and passion for premium nonfiction content, which was said by B. I hope I mis, don't mispronounce this. Hegedus, which is head, which is the head of global distribution for Vice Media Group. This partnership marks another milestone in our rapidly growing distribution business as we continue to take Vice programming to even greater audiences around the world. So, a new way to look at Dark Side of the Ring there, folks, if you wish to, of course, check that out. Our next story here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As Shaza McKenzie was interviewed, as she recalls going to WWE shows dressed as Melina, and also praises Jordan Grace and Rio. Riho. Shaza McKenzie had some very nice things to say about some of her colleagues in a new interview, and shared her memories of dressing as Melina as a WWE fan. Fightful asked McKenzie to say nice things about other names in the industry as part of their Shoot Softly segments, and you can check out, of course, you can check out, of course, some highlights, um, some highlights below. On uh, talking about Rio, Shaza says she is just an angel. I got to travel to Singapore. We we did a tour in Singapore together, called Random Life. We spent a whole day seeing in Singapore, and no one could speak anyone's language. It was so much fun. It was like a nice little adventure. She's also the most amazing wrestler in the world, tiniest human, most amazing wrestler in the world. On Layla Hirsch, Shaza says, I am so glad that she's getting her roses. Is that what people say? Getting the hype. She's getting. She's been doing this for so long. I remember when I got booked against her, which would have been, been in 2019. I hadn't heard of her because DJ Hyde had just been harboring her in, in his little thing that he has, his little harboring tree. I was wrestling her, and I was like, how is this girl not up and down every coast doing everything? So I'm glad she's finally getting it on. On Jordan Grace, she says, I love Jordan. She's one of my favorite people to wrestle in the world. She's phenomenal. My first match with her, which was at Nova Pro, rest in peace, was one of my favorite matches that I ever had. I had the chance to wrestle her a bunch more times. But she can't, she's come down to Australia a few times. I love her. I love wrestling her. I think she's hilarious. 
on the Lena. Uh, Shaza says, I did, I did. She came to Australia in like 2018 and we were supposed to wrestle twice. We were supposed to wrestle in the main event of this one random show and then also this triple threat in this other random show. Because wrestling is random, we were supposed to wrestle twice and then she did her knee or whatever. So she still came and we did stuff. I was like, you're, you're an old washed up husband, blah, blah, blah. I'm the future, you know, gibberish crap. It is what it is. That's when I first met her, and she's like the nicest, most sweetest person in the world. It was really cool for me because Melina was such. I started watching wrestling in 2004. So Melina, Mickey James, that era of WWE girls are what I watched. I used to go to WWE shows dressed as Melina. I used to wear a short skirt, my fluffy effing boots, and, and then I'd wear a wrestling shirt. I would necessarily, it wouldn't necessarily be an MNM shirt, but it'd be something. So then a year later, she came back to Australia, and we finally got to wrestle, and it was the coolest thing ever. You never get to wrestle people that you generally idolize as a child, especially as a female. Guys, I think, get to wrestle people they genuinely idolize a bit more often. Not more often, but it's been more common. Because the guys were on TV and continued to watch, continued to wrestle for a while, whereas the girls that were on TV, they don't really, they're out there like, buy like, oh, wrestling's effed, buy, so... To get to wrestle someone I generally looked up to was effing cool, man. So, so that was uh, that was truly unique, right there, of course. So, uh, Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story as the United States Patent and Trademark Office requiring John Moxley's written consent for WWE's trademark on his old character name, Dean Ambrose. WWE has hit a stumbling block as they attempt to re-trademark Dean Ambrose with the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office requiring John Moxley's consent. As you may recall, WWE filed a new trademark request for the name in November of last year after it was allowed to expire in August. Now, Heal by Nature reports that the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office has reviewed the application as of March 10th and set a response to WWE requiring to get written consent by Moxley to trademark the name. As the site notes, the response states that the applicant must clarify whether the name Dean Ambrose in the mark identifies a particular living individual. As the application does not specify such, it goes on to say, accordingly, <clears throat> accordingly, if the name in the mark does not identify a particular living individual, applicant must submit a statement to that effect. The name shown in the mark does not identify a particular living individual. However, if the name in the mark does identify a particular living individual, applicant must submit both of the following. Number one, the following statement. The name shown in the mark identifies a living individual whose consent to register is made of record. If the name is a pseudonym, stage name, or nickname, applicant must provide the following statement. Dean Ambrose identifies a living individual whose consent is of record. Number two, a written consent personally signed by the name individual as follows, I, Dean Ambrose, or consent to use to the use and registration of my name as a trademark and or service mark with the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Also, the response also requires that the phrase that the entertainment services. Uh, also, WWE has, anyway, to, to make it matter, to make it short, WWE has six months until, of course, September the 10th. To respond to the issues or the application will be abandoned so apparently they're going to have to figure they're going to have to get the, the contact john moxley to find out if they can actually use the dean ambrose name i don't know why if they would why they want to do that but i mean that's 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 the thing 
Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Pat McAfee is not sure if he'd be able to do a WrestleMania match. Pat McAfee's on and off NXT run has been quite a success to date, but McAfee isn't sure that he's up to doing a WrestleMania match quite yet. McAfee was the guest on 10 Questions with Kyle Brandt and was asked about the idea of having a match at the big pay-per-view. That'd be dope and pretty cool, he replied. Now that I've gotten the chance to do it, I have so much respect for everybody that has ever wrestled. The amount of work and, and buy-in you have to have and to, be, to be a successful wrestler, especially in WWE and WrestleMania, and that's a lot. The goal will have to be would, would be to have something that people remember as epic, but I'm not 100% sure I'm tough enough to do something that would result in a WrestleMania run or my schedule would allow it. It would obviously be insane if I was at a WrestleMania. McAfee has been largely off of NXT since NXT TakeOver War Games, where the kings of NXT fell to the Undisputed Era in the men's titular match. He did make a brief appearance after Adam Cole turned on the Undisputed Era, but he has been busy with work, his work on his broadcasting uh, work as well, of course, especially his podcast. Definitely. So, well, let's wait and see, of course, if he does happen to do a match at WrestleMania, which, of course, he probably won't, but that's going, that's, that's a possibility. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story as, as some details on Ring of Honor's pandemic safety protocols. Ring of Honor has been taking steps to keep talent safe from the pandemic, As a new and a new report has details on the protocols. Fightful Select has a new report outlining details of ROH's personal protocols for tapings. The site reports that talent is required to take a test before traveling to the tapings and then take another test once they arrive. They are then isolated for a few days in their bubble where they get a per diem to spend while there and tested once more before they perform. ROH also has temperature tests and mask mandates. With regard to the ring, canvases are being changed and wiped down before each match and the ropes and turnbuckles are cleaned and sterilized. Ring of Honor's next big event is their 19th anniversary show which takes place on March 26th and will air on Pay-Per-View and Honor Club with the first hour available free on multiple platforms. So we'll just see how that, of course, turns out. Uh, one, Our next story here, folks, coming in from Jeffrey Harris. As there is a backstage rumor on WWE bringing over international talents this week. According to a report by FIFO Select, some international talents who have been signed for a while will soon be traveling to the United States and will be training at the Performance Center in Orlando. It's unknown which international talents will be coming, but they are reportedly international signings that were planned before the pandemic shutdowns. The pandemic has caused a number of travel restrictions and delays. Those talents are expected to be arriving in the United States this week. Jeffrey Harris posted this story. As Lillian Garcia was interviewed on which WWE superstars she thinks would have been successful in MMA. Okay. The Sun recently spoke to former WWE ring announcer and chasing glory host Lillian Garcia. Sorry about that here, folks. Uh, uh. Uh, who is going to be doing ring announcing for PFL. Below are, here are some highlights. 
Lillian Garcia on Wrestling Stars, she thinks could compete in MMA. He says, I think someone like AJ Styles or Jeff Hardy maybe could have done something. It's their athleticism. They both had such long careers. Physically, they have an ability to withstand it night after night. Having them do something like MMA and then add their personalities, I could definitely have seen seen that. Lenny Garcia on what McFoley told her about MMA once. Lillian says, I remember inviting McFoley. He came and sat with me a couple of times, cage time. We were in New York, and he was so into it. He said, I could never be, never be an MMA fighter. He sees the intensity of that world and how amazing these athletes are. So, let's see what else we have. We have several more stories to, uh, to mention here, of course, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, very somber thing right here, ladies and gentlemen. Jeffrey Harris posted this story as Becky Lynch has announced, has announced the passing of her father. WWE superstar Becky Lynch announced today the passing of her father, <coughs> excuse me, who passed away earlier this morning. Of course, here's a message she shared on her Instagram account today. She says, my dad passed away this morning. My God, he was a great dad. My brother and I never had a second dad that he loved us unconditionally. He is proud of us no matter what, not for what we did, but for who we were. The rest was just details for my pops. I used to always go to him with the most trivial problems or concerns because I knew he would never judge. In my weird teenage years, he never batted an eyelid. She's just being herself, he'd say, and would let me get back to my strange clothes and dog collar and dog collar chokers. When I told him I wanted to be a wrestler, he never doubted me for a second, even though I did. And when I worry about taking risks, he tell me it's an adventure, Missy. Enjoy it. How right he was. My dad was a character, a gent, an athlete, an intellectual, and a creator. He was always full of positivity and ready to have a chance with anyone he crossed paths with, making friends at every turn. Such a charmer he was with his unmistakable, slightly regal voice and love of storytelling. I was so proud to tell everyone my dad's an inventor. My other friend's dad's invented crap, but mine did. I must have been more than seven when he told me to keep a diary, and I've been journaling ever since. He cultivated my love of books, writing, theater, movies, and life. I wish so much I was, I, that I was able to be there. I wish he could have met his baby granddaughter. He would have gotten a great kick out of her, and she would have adored him. She's a great laugh, as he would say, though I know, though I know he was so happy to have lived to know she's alive. I hope I can approach parenting the same way my dad did with us. Of course, uh, she spoke in um, she spoke in uh, Irish, Cyan, Agus, Gra. Lots of love and magic. I love you forever and miss you, Pops, from Vex. Of course, on behalf of 411 Mania, and of course, I offer this on behalf of the WCW US Radio Network. We also send our condolences to Becky Lynch and her family. So, so a true, a true, a true, uh, a, a true gentleman from what I've just read right here, indeed. So, he will definitely, of course, be missed. Jeffrey Harris posted this story as Mike Heller joins the WWE as a full-time lead writer. As noted by Fightful, a new lead writer has begun with WWE as of last month. New WWE, WWE, WWE writer Mike Heller is now a full-time part of the WWE creative team, per his LinkedIn.com account, which says he joined WWE in February of this year. 
Heller's past experience include writing for VH1's Hip Hop Squares and Singled Out for Quibi and MTV Studios. He also has done work with E Networks, Junkin Media, and NBC Universal. So wait and see what he brings to the table in WWE. Joseph Lee posted this story as Mick Foley praises Finn Balor after last night's NXT. After last night's episode of NXT, Mick Foley took to Twitter to praise Finn Balor following his title match with Adam Cole. Foley wrote, Watching at Finn Balor at work is watching the master at his craft. Everything he does, the execution, the psychology, the selling is state of the art. He also praised the women's division, writing, that was one heck of a tag team match with all four women shining. Hashtag women's tag titles. Congratulations at Shotzi WWE and WWE Ember Moon. Outstanding stuff from at Raquel WWE and at Dakota Kai underscore WWE at WWE NXT. <clears throat> and of course, like I said, and of course, he posted those tweets, of course, last night. Here is a very interesting twist here, folks. Joseph Lee posted this story as Terry, as the late Terry Gordy's daughter, Miranda, receives a WWE tryout. In an interview with the Cigar Store Idiots podcast via Post Wrestling, Michael Hayes revealed that Miranda Gordy, the daughter of WWE Hall of Famer Terry Bam Bam Gordy, received a tryout with WWE. He said, matter of fact, we, we got her, of course, we're talking about Miranda Gordy, coming into NXT for a tryout, I think, this coming Monday and Tuesday. So she does well, and I know some people are out there saying, well, you've been with WWE as long as, long as you have. Why don't you just give her a job? That's not how you do it. That's, not, this, that's just not how you do it. You earn the job, and then it sticks better, and I'm pretty confident she'll earn a job. But I know her father wouldn't just want me to just give her a job. She's really coming along, and she's green as can be, but I've seen a lot of improvement over the last year, last year and a half, two years. Gordy had been wrestling for SWE Fury in Texas and also appeared for Thunder Rosa's Mission Pro Wrestling promotion uh, also in December. So, ladies and gentlemen, of course, good luck definitely to Miss uh, to uh, Miranda Gordy. Of course. Like I said, I'm sure her dad is looking down and, of course, uh, hope, uh, looking down, of course, with a big smile on his face there as well. And one more quick story. But um, from Joseph Lee here, before we move on to our wrestling history and pop culture history and birthdays, Joseph Lee posted this story as NHL negotiations with NBC Universal stall and NXT may not have to move to Tuesdays. Interesting. Okay. It has been rumored that NXT would be moving to Tuesday night soon, primarily due to at the time the belief that Wednesday night NHL games would air on the USA Network. However, that is currently up in the air because negotiations between the NHL and NBC Universal have stalled. Sports Business Journal and the New York Times reports that the Walt Disney Company, owner of ESPN and ABC, announced a seven-year rights deal with the NHL for roughly $400 million a year. That has doubled the current deal with NBC, a 10-year um, a deal uh, worth $2 billion that expires in October. The reason that the move that, that the move for NXT is so up in the air is that the NHL is shopping around a second rights package and is still talking to NBC Universal about it. Their deal with ESPN is mostly for streaming and half of the NHL playoffs. In addition, NBC, Fox Sports, and CBS are also expected to make offers for the programming. 
It was noted that negotiations between the NHL and NBC have been strained over the past several weeks, especially as it per- especially as it pertains to to price. So where we stand now is roughly where we stood before the news of the deal, although a little more certain. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Someone is trying to call me here. Hold on one second. I'm sorry about that, folks. So where we stand now is roughly where we stood before the news of the Disney deal, although a little more uncertain. If NBC ends up making a deal with the NHL, after all, the NXT will likely be moving to Tuesdays. If the talks fall through, the NXT will likely remain on Wednesdays to go head-to-head with AEW Dynamite. So, folks, there you have it right there with some very interesting with some some very in, some uh, very very interesting stories here, but uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you would pause, if you would pause for just one, if you just pause for one one second. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, someone was trying to reach me, and apparently we must not realize that I was busy. So my, my humblest apologies, sir. But we do thank our friends at 411 Mania for allowing us to read their stories here tonight. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, you got to think about uh, also uh, our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo. And bringing all the news that's fit to print here in the WCWS Radio Network. And, of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, nor have we ever tried to do so for the past five years. Now let's see what John has here in our wrestling history and birth, wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays here uh, for, for, for today, March the 11th. Uh, let's see, our first one here goes back a little ways here. Uh, on this date in 1964, Antonio Inoki makes his professional wrestling debut in Honolulu, Hawaii. Of course, we also they, he also saw JD out there wearing a hula skirt. So, I mean, that was kind of the sickest thing I've ever seen. Uh, On this date, ladies and gentlemen, 1993, Adolfo Brescano, of course, best, better known to wrestling fans as Dino Bravo, sadly was brutally murdered at his home in Vermont, Quebec, Canada at the age of 44. 
Of course, Bravo was best known in the WWF in his first run in 1978 when it was when it was WWWF at the time. He would team up with Dominic DiNucci to capture the WWWF tag team titles. Bravo quit the WWF in 1986 when his match against Hulk Hogan for the title was canceled because the WWF did not want Montreal to cheer Bravo over Hogan. Bravo would eventually return to the WWF in 1987 and would team up with Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake before becoming a single superstar and building himself as the world's strongest man long before Mark Henry was ever known was ever known about it, was ever known as that. Bravo would bench press 715 pounds at the 1988 Royal Rumble before participating in the inaugural Royal Rumble match where he lasted in the final three, but he was eliminated by the eventual winner, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Bravo also competed in the title in the WWF title tournament at WrestleMania IV and where he lost to Don Morocco. In 1989, Bravo formed an alliance with another Canadian in the late earthquake as he joined as he joined uh, Jimmy Hart's stable. But in 1991, he would leave the WWF only to return for a while as a face. After a European tour in April of 1992, Bravo called it a career and trained wrestlers in Montreal. On March 10, 1993, he was shot 17 times, 7 in the head and 10 in the torso. Rick Martel said that Bravo's popularity in the Montreal area upset some members of the Mafia. Also on that same day in London, England, Sting defeated Big Van Vader to regain the WCW World Heavyweight title. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Let me look at that. Uh, yes. Uh, on this date in 1996 on Monday Nitro, from near my neck of the woods once again, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the Steiner brothers returned to WCW. The Steiners were last seen nationally in 1994 in the WWF after appearing in the Royal Rumble match together. Also on that same day in San Antonio, Texas, Mark Henry made, made his WWF TV debut, during which he press-slammed Jerry the King Lawler, right on top of JD. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, of course, on the state, uh, in, two, in 2001, on Monday Night Raw from Detroit, Michigan, the NWO in the form of Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and Hulk Hogan, Defeated The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin in a three-on-two handicap match. This marks the first Raw match of Kevin Nash since March of '96, and the first ever Raw match of Hulk Hogan as well. Also on that same show, Al Snow defeated Goldust to win the Hardcore title, and plus Chris Jericho abducts and runs over Triple H's dog Lily. Also on this date here in 2000, yes, in 2003, at a SmackDown taping in JD's neck of the woods of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Kurt Angle defeated Brock Lesnar to retain the WWE title. The bout build, the build main event of WrestleMania 19 had been moved up with Angle needing neck surgery and perhaps teasing the possibility of Lesnar winning the title and going into the event as champion with a different challenger. The win took 77 seconds due to shenanigans by Team Angle as Kurt had swapped in for his brother, had swapped with his brother Eric, similar to the 2000 Survivor Series where Kurt and Eric swapped in, in, their, in that title match against The Undertaker. This makes Angle the first man to defeat Lesnar on free TV. Also on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in see, 2007, let's see, yes, TNA presented Destination X on the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. The show featured two unusual matches, the first ever Ele Elevation X match, 
with Rhino defeating AJ Styles and the last rights match between in which Sting defeated Abyss. Also on that same day, the infamous Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship changes hands 25 times in a single match in a battle royal. Also on this date, and of course one of them that one of them that won the belt for two seconds was JD, but of course he got slammed by a very fat female wrestler. A <laughs> Okay, now I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, on this, and of course these guys here don't, and of course like I said, we may have some people waiting, and they're not really finding it funny right now. So there you go. Uh, on this date here, ladies and gentlemen, in 2008, WWE announced that Jeff Hardy was suspended for 60 days following his second violation of the WWE's wellness policy. The first violation came back in July of 2007, just weeks after the death of Chris Benoit. Hardy's the first wrestler of consequence to be suspended after the policy was amended the previous November. The suspension mean, meant that Hardy would miss WrestleMania 24, where he was the where he was the possible favorite to win the Money in the Bank ladder match. On this date, ladies and gentlemen, 2009, Ken Shamrock was suspended for one year and fined $2,500 by the California State Athletic Commission after testing positive for steroids. And, of course, J.D. was positive, tested positive for steroids as well, but he had to do it because he had to try to grow a penis. A <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. On this, uh, on this day in 2013, on Monday Night Raw, from, from, from the uh, hometown of our own soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming, Indianapolis, Indiana, the Undertaker paid tribute to Paul Bearer, well, sort of, after Undertaker bowed down to the urn, CM Punk's music hit as he came out to disrespect the memory of Paul Bearer. In the main event, Kane defeated CM Punk, CM Punk in a no-DQ match, and as Undertaker and Kane once again continued to pay tribute to Paul Bearer, Punk stole the urn and hit Kane in the face with it. I'm sure if Justin was here, he probably probably might remember that moment. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm not sure. Also on this date here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, a bonus here that J that John has. On this date in 2000 and let's see. Yes, in 2004 on SmackDown, Stone Cold Steve Austin appears at a SmackDown arena for the first time since March of 2002. Despite being on the Christmas from Baghdad on SmackDown, and confronts Brock Lesnar, and also this is Brock Lesnar's last SmackDown appearance until 2016. Also, one wrestling birthday to talk about, happy 54th birthday to Pitbull number one. Here is some pop culture history and birthdays here for today. On this date, 1823, the first normal school in U.S. opens the Concord Academy in Concord, Vermont. J.D. was sent there, of course, because he didn't know how to sit down properly. On this day in 1861, uh, Confederate, the Confederate Convention in Montgomery adopts a constitution. On this day in 1862, Stonewall Jackson evacuates the Winchester, Virginia Army of the Potomac. General Henry Halleck is named General-in-Chief. On this day in 1888, the Great Blizzard of 1888 strikes the northeastern United States. On the day in 1892, the first public basketball game in Springfield, Massachusetts takes place. On the day in 1904, the Stanley Cup, Ottawa Silver uh, Seven sweep the Brandon Wheat Kings in two games. 1905, the Ottawa Senators beat uh, the Rat Portage Thistles 5-4 for 2-1 for two challenge series victory. 
Isaiah 19.10, Jack Hobbs scores 187 versus South Africa. His first international test, 100 only only to get out of the, get out of the, the hit wicket. Isaiah 19, uh, let's see, 19.12, the first Stanley Cup Challenge game to be played in three 20-minute periods, formerly 30-minute halves. Quebec beats Mockton 9-3 on the way to series sweep. On his day in 1917, the first NHL championship game ever played with the Toronto Arenas defeating the Montreal Canadiens 7-3 in first of two games set. Second game, on, second game of course, on, was on March the 13th. On his day in 1918, the U.S. Army mess cook Private Albert Gichel of Fort Riley, Kansas, becomes the first documented case of Spanish flu to start the worldwide pandemic, killing 50 to 100 million people. And of course, that happened when JD ate too many burritos. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. On the day in 1924, the Montreal Canadiens sweeps the Ottawa Senators in two games. 1927, the first armored commercial car holdup in the United States. And Pittsburgh and the first uh, Golden Globes tournament takes place. 1930, William Taft, the, US, the 27th U.S. President and Chief Justice, is buried in Arlington, Virginia. On the day in 35, the Bank of Canada first opens on Wellington Street in Ottawa. On his day in 1945, 1,000 Allied bombers harassed Essen with uh, 4,662 uh, 4, tons of bombs. Hmm. On his day in 1958, Charles Van Doren finally loses on the, on the TV game show 21 after winning $129,000, which was later revealed to be fixed. On his day in 1961, then NHL record 40 penalties as the Blackhawks and between the Blackhawks and the Maple Leafs. 1967, the band Pete Floyd releases their first single, Arnold Lane. On his day in 1968, Otis Redding is the first person in the United States to receive the possibly receive the gold record for his single, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. With J.D. wasting time. Okay. I, I can't sing. Anyway, in 1971, Jim Morrison leaves for Paris to reorient himself emotionally and creatively and to avoid the jail sentence given to him in Miami, Florida. He never actually returns to the United States. I'll say in 1977, Hanafi Muslims hold 130 hostages in Washington, D.C., on say 1979, Randy Randy Hold received 67 minutes in penalties in a 60-minute NHL hockey game. 1982, Detroit Pistons played the Chicago Bulls with the final score of Detroit 152, Chicago 144, and Detroit and Detroit having 20 blocked shots. On say 1983, the ninth annual People's Choice Awards. Winning in the motion picture uh, category, uh, Burt Reynolds, Jane Fonda, and Katherine Hepburn. And on TV, Tom Selleck, Linda Evans, and Loretta Swit. I'll say 1986, 187.27 million shares traded in New York Stock Exchange. And Mike Bossy is the first NHLer to score 50 goals in nine straight seasons. And of course, uh, at the time when JD was a baby, that was the first time he ever scored. Hey, okay. Uh, on this date, and uh, also the NFL adopts the instant replay rule. On this date, 1990, in the 16th annual People's Choice Awards, 
uh, Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep win for dramatic motion picture, and also Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad win for the, t- for the TV category. This, the 17th annual uh, People's Choice Awards in 1991 for, for dramatic motion picture, Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts win, as well as Bill Cosby and Kirstie Alley win for the TV portion. Also on that same day, Janet Jackson signs 40 million three album deal with Virgin Records. We understand Janet Jackson is currently dating the soul man, Justin Lewis Fleming. <laughs> on this day, 1987, uh, Paul McCartney is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. And I remember this very, very well. The ashes of the late Stark, the creator of Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry, are launched into space. I remember this. I remember this very well. On this day in 2018, the, the movie Black Panther becomes the fifth Marvel movie to earn $1 billion worldwide. And on this date here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, last year, the infamous pandemic was declared by the head of the World Health Organization. Uh, John says he cannot spell the, the guy's name. Well, John, don't worry about it. You just say Dr. Watson McCauley for all I care. The pandemic has, of course, 121,564 cases worldwide and 4,373 deaths. Also on that same day, Harvey Weinstein is sentenced to 23 years in prison for a criminal sex act and rape in New York. Of course, unfortunately, J.D. only gets two months because he wasn't able to score that well. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Um, also, the 11-year bull market since 2009 ends at the Dow, as the Dow Jones Industrial Average falls more than 20%, becoming a bear market. And also, due to the pandemic, the NBA suspends the 2019-2020 season until further notice after Utah Jazz Center Rudy Gobert tested positive for the virus. Also, actor Tom Hanks and his wife, actress Rita Wilson, announced that their diagnosis for the for the pandemic as well. Uh, happy 50th birthday, of course. Here uh, uh, to uh, to of course uh, remember him as playing uh, one of the Duke boys in the movie version of the Dukes of Hazard, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, well. To the to one of the, to someone maybe standing by here was saying that's some cool music that I was making with my music. Uh, well, I appreciate the compliment. I mean, I'm just not a good singer. So. Uh, also, if everyone remembers the show Chrisley Knows Best, it was premiered on this day in 2014. I don't give a crap about this show. I don't know why in the world they show it by, by, by a guy who's married and acts like that he's gay. So I don't get it. I mean, I just never got that. Also, the movie Robots was released on this date in 2005. Here's some NASCAR stuff as well. On this day in 2001, and perhaps one of the greatest Atlanta moments in history, just two weeks after taking the permanent ride for Dale Earnhardt after Earnhardt's death on February 18th in Daytona, Kevin Harvick wins in an emotional race, race edging out Jeff Gordon by inches, similar to Dale Earnhardt and Bobby Labonte in 2000. It's Harvick's first ever win in the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. On say in 2007, Jimmy Johnson wins the Las Vegas race. On say in 2012, Tony Stewart wins the Las Ve- wins in Las Vegas. And and Josh, that's all he's got. Uh, uh, <laughs> and Chuck... <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, per okay. Uh, someone was trying to be funny on here. Okay, um, and I'll announce who it possibly could be here in just a few minutes. But of course, John John did make a very good point there. Indeed, funny how one year changes, guys. So I agree. I definitely one hundred percent agree. So John, thank you very much for the wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays for tonight. And also for Love Mania, we thank them for the wrestling news for, for this evening as well. Episode 294 of NWO Wolfpack, 1605-562-0444, caller ID 138521-POUND. Thursday, March 11, 2021, 9.41 p.m., Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw and the human suplex machine John Gross, of course, here with you here so far. As we have now three gentlemen, of course, standing by here, of course, to come on here and speak their piece. And we're going to do this, and of course, in the true fashion that we talked about last night, but let's, of course, introduce them in the way we, the best way we know how. First off, of course, ladies and gentlemen, he is a, the general manager of WCWS Fan Empire. He's a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated on Facebook. He is, of course, a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, including the current WCWS uh, uh, NFL uh, champion, also one half of the Trivia Gladiator. Tag Team Champions alongside the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie and one-fourth of the eight-man Tag Team Championship. One-fourth one of the WWUS eight-man Tag Team Champions as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> also, of course, part of the broadcast team, which brings you Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. And, of course, we also know this man as the man with the golden voice. And, of course, also the man, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot hesitate by saying, Okay, um, he he dresses like MC Hammer, sure. Uh, yes, he also looks like he also uh, dances like Chubby Checker, sure. But of course, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot deny that his facial features resemble that of both Arsenio Hall and Lionel Richie. Which, of course, obviously, of course, we have to go like this. Hello. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I'll stop it right there. Okay, our next our next. Uh, uh, our next person, ladies and gentlemen, is also a member of John Gross's Sports and Pro Wrestling Incorporated Facebook page. He is also, of course, <clears throat> he is also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. He is also part of the broadcast team for Sports Machine every Friday afternoon right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, a, of course, a native son of the state of Georgia. And, of course, doesn't mind playing around with his peaches every so often, so I won't go any further than that. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. And the third person that has now made it on the line here, of course, here for us, ladies and gentlemen, is a three-time WCWS Hall of Famer, part of the broadcast team for both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons and also Sports Machine on Friday afternoons right here, of course, on Talk Shoot. He is, of course, a multiple-time title holder in our Trivia Championship Series, including one-fourth of the WWUS eight-man tag team champions, as well as, of course, the current Hell in the Form World Heavyweight, champ, uh, World Heavyweight Champion. Also, of course, uh, <clears throat> also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Amanda, of course, who's not afraid to go out to, to go to go out, of course, in Pittsburgh late at night and all that, uh, wearing as as as, of course, uh, someone just. Uh, said earlier this week a pink bra and panties but i am not going to say anything here uh yeah okay 
uh, <laughs> uh, of course, ladies and of course, la of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone knows here that I am kidding. Of course, here in, in every single respect. Let's go ahead and bring these three fine gentlemen. Um, uh, these three gentlemen into 294 of uh, uh, Wolfpack. First off, I like to bring in the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Number two, I like to bring in the King Clubs, Mitt Patel. And number three, I like to bring in the Iceman himself, JD, Jared DiGiromo. Gentlemen, welcome to 294 Wolfpack. Good to have you here, of course, with you. Here. Thank you. Good for you to be with us here tonight. Yes, thank you very much. And I have to say something about that here. Hey. Chat. Hello. You got your nards, you got your balls, you got your grapes and your berries, you got your All I got to say is, huh? And of course, uh, in response to what JD just did, all uh -huh. I got to say, all I got to simply say is these two things. And Okay. <clears throat> anyway, here, gentlemen, of course, as we said, welcome to 294 Wolfpack right here. I know that uh, everyone's got a lot on their lot on their plates right here. Uh, so as as of course as I always do, of course, every Thursday, and every Thursday, I know that JD may have a little something that he probably probably yes, might do. Right fast. Hold your hold your horses, JD. <laughs> Ease back on the saddle a little bit, a little bit there, but. <laughs> And as soon as JD, of course, takes care of his business, of course, we're going, we're going to let you go ahead and segue right on in to, of course, the big time talk here, of course, about what happened. I know y'all talked about it in some respect last night. I would like to get some more input about this, if I can, please. Uh, and that is obviously, of course, what happened last night with both NXT and AEW Dynamite. So, JD, start off with what you got to say, and then go ahead and you, Mitt, and Justin lean right on in here to it. To it. Go ahead. Oh, Chad. Chad. Right. Uh, I'm sorry, JD. Good, Justin, go you ahead. Know, you know, today is the one year anniversary of the COVID 19. Yes, yes. We've been, I mean, I've been talking about that all day. Yes, I know. Okay, here we go. Um, speaking See? of that, I have something to say about that later. Okay. okay. AEW Dynamite TV show average delivered 743,000 viewers, finishing fourth in the 18 to 49 demographic with a 0.32 in Wednesday's cable range. They won the night over NXT, however, which delivered 691,000 viewers and finished 25th with a 0.18 in the 1849 demo for USA Network. The viewership USA was down from the 934,000 uh, who watched the previous week's episodes with Shaquille O'Neal. Meanwhile, Kyle O'Reilly says that his appearance on last night's NXT re-aggravated his neck injury and that he'll be out for an additional two to three weeks. As noted last night, O'Reilly appeared at the end of the NXT main event match between Adam Cole and Finn Bauer to distract Cole for the loss, then brought him to the back. O'Reilly took to Twitter and said that his attack, however, has re-aggravated the herniated disc he suffered when he was attacked by Cole two weeks ago. That injury was said by WWE to have four to six week recovery time, but O'Reilly wrote the following. I may not have been medically cleared, and perhaps I, quote, snuck into the building, but I'll be damned if I didn't feel effing great, however. I'm willing to accept responsibility for my actions, something Adam Cole will never do. 
Now I'm being told another two or three weeks ahead to my recovery time for re-aggravating my neck last night. How many weeks is that now? Weeks won't keep me away from being the shit out of that SOB. Hmm, interesting. Meanwhile, however, speaking of WrestleMania, ladies and we do have some WrestleMania 37 news to report, however. According to reports, however, from Sportscadia, however, we understand, and according to a recent report, there have been, believe it or not, several significant changes to the planned card for the show. The WrestleVotes Twitter account today, however, regularly posts insider knowledge, leaks, and updates on the world of professional wrestling. Recently, however, believe it or not, however, uh, tweeted that the card for WrestleMania 37 is, quote, not close to finalized. What's even more worrying is that the account also described the card as having gone back to, quote, square one. Here's what Russell Vogt shared on Twitter earlier this afternoon. Hearing the WrestleMania card is not close to finalized and most of it is back to square one. Even for Vince, recent Vincent standards, our 29 days out is bad. Meanwhile, in other news, however, Mark Ingram signed a one-year deal with the Houston Texans today however, for $3 million. In addition to that, however, earlier today, it was also announced that the Duke Blue Devils however, will be out of the ACC tourney and the NCAA tournament itself. The ACC announced this morning that the Blue Devils Conference Tournament quarterfinal game against Florida State, however, was canceled after a positive test, subsequent quarantine, and contract tracing within the men's basketball program. The Blue Devils, however, 13-11 and 9-9 the ACC, however, ended up claiming that they likely needed to win the NCAA ACC tournament to extend their NCAA win streak dating back to 1996. Now it looks like that will not happen. As a result, Florida State will advance to the winner of tonight's game between North Carolina and Virginia Tech, however. Duke beat Louisville last night to keep its hopes alive, however. I mean, that game. And speaking of North Carolina, right now, they are down three early in the second half, 43-40. to 40. Meanwhile, also today in tournament action, however, Oklahoma State in the Big 12, however, beat West Virginia 72-69. Meanwhile, Texas and Texas Tech are battling down the first half, and it's 17-13. Meanwhile, Kentucky lost to Mississippi State by 1, 74-73, while Virginia barely got by Syracuse, 72-69. However, the big upset of the day was Georgetown Pat Ewing beating Villanova by 1 point, 72-71. Also today, Creighton beat Butler, 87-56, and Kansas barely got by Oklahoma in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament, 69-62. Uh, now, as far as AEW goes, I already said what I said last night, so I don't have to repeat myself, I don't think, however, I think I've said all I can say about that. Now, I will have something to say about NXT, though, and I will get into that right now, if I can. But earlier today, okay, uh, on you, NXT, you came... Sorry. JD, I'm sorry to interrupt you. If I, if I, may, if I may ask, while I'm on the air here, I'd like to ask yeah. a personal favor here, sir. And you're talking about the ACC tournament. I did not realize that was already going on. Uh, if you can please post updates for that on the Sports Roundup page, I'd like to I will take care of that. I will do that. Yep, I will do that. Yep, Thank you. My apologies. Please go ahead and proceed. That's right. Meanwhile, in the NXT UK today, Tyler Bate beat Dave Vassip by two falls to one at 232 of round five. Teal Man submitted Danny Jones. Jack, Jack Stars and Piper Niven beat Joseph Carson Ginny. And Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan Pin slash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews, however, if you will, today, however. Meanwhile, next week, however, we got quite a show for you, however, as far as both AEW and NXT goes. Next week, however, on NXT, however, we got quite a show for you for St. Patrick's Day. It will be Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher taking on Imperiums of Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel. Leon Ruff taking on Isaiah Swerve Scott. Dexter Looms taking on the arrogance of Austin Theory. And L.A. Knight makes his in-ring debut, if you will. 
Meanwhile, on Dynamite, however, it should be a great show itself. Our Jade Cargill returns to action. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston will take on the Good Brothers of Gallows and Anderson. Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa will meet in an unsanctioned Lights Out match in the main event. Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, the Butcher and the Blade with the Bunny will take on Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy Jack Perry, Marco Stunt, and Luchasaurus, and Bear Country. This will be the first time I'm watching Bear Country, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they bring to the table. And after what happened last night in a very intense segment between Pentel Zero Mio and Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare with Coach Arn Anderson, you can bet that Cody's looking for payback on Penta coming up next week. Now, as far as NXT goes last night, I already, I'm going to say last night was a very interesting night of action. You had three good matches. You had Cody Storm and Io Shirai. Go at it, however. I was a little surprised that Tony did not make it rain down on Io Shirai and showed that she was going to have intelligence and fly through the air and take away her title. She came damn close to doing so. But uh, William Regal gave Dakota and Raquel the women's titles, however, that were brand new, however, introduced to the show, however. But before they could celebrate, however, they had a challenger in the War Goddess and the, uh, let's just say, fun-loving Shotzi Blackheart. In the end, Dakota Kai, uh, Ember Moon, and Shotzi had the last slap on Dakota and Raquel by taking away their titles, believe it or not, and as a result, becoming the new NXT Women's Champion. So we go from new champions to new champions again, if you will. Then we have Pete Dunne with only Orkane, Danny Burch taking on Jake Atlas. Pete Dunne once again shows why he is the bruiserweight and definitely bringing the pain, however, with his friends, if you will, by his side. Next, of course, we have Shia Lee with Bo and Mei Ying taking on Caden Carter. Of course, Caden Carter, of course, ended up uh, losing that match by DQ because Casey Canzero decided to beat the crap out of Shia Lee, if you will, however, if you will. But then Bo got in the way along with Mei Ying, and the question is, however, mind you, however, what is up with Shia Lee, Mei Ying, and Boa attacking the K-Square team of Carter and Canzero, a.k.a. Mrs. Ricochet, Ricochet? Seriously, I mean... This is just a really, really whacked out and totally bizarre, to say the least. Now, next week, we will see the return of the former NXT UK Cruiserweight Champion, Jordan Devlin. And you can imagine that Jordan Howard is not in a joking mood, no pun intended, and is definitely ready to uh, make it, uh, let's just say, uh, interesting, if you will, as he will be taking on Santos Escobar, and that will be very interesting. But speaking of Santos Escobar and company... Legend El Fantasma, Mendoza and Wild, and Santos Howard took on the grizzled young veterans of Gibson and Drake, and it was a quick win for the Legend El Fantasma, if you will. Afterwards, MSK down, came down to beat the grizzled young veterans, and then who should show up, power, if you will, however, of Tyler Breeze and Vandango? So now the question is, however, are we going to see a fatal four-way or triple threat with these three teams that take over, possibly, going into WrestleMania one of the two nights? It's a very good possibility. It's a very good possibility. And then, of course, we had the big main event between Finn Bauer and Cole. Great match. And, of course, as I said, however, now we're definitely setting up for what should be an exciting four-way, however, for takeover between Finn, Cole, O'Reilly, if he's clear in time. And, of course, the man who is looking to take back the title that should have been his, however, but ended up giving it up, power and giving it to Finn Bauer and holding it, made Finn hold on to it for a little while, for a good while, however, and that is carrying cross with Scarlett Boudreaux. Um, right now, TakeOver, for the first two, being a two-night show, is shaping up to be very, very good. Although, i got to say, I do not like the new name they're going with, however, called Stand and Deliver. I mean, it just doesn't seem right. 
with the name, but it is what it is. But yeah, overall, NXT put on a pretty good show last night. Uh, I was really surprised how they almost didn't I agree, come close to. I'm I'm surprised they didn't come close to uh, eclipsing NXT's uh, or AEW's mark. How they came damn close to almost knocking out AEW tonight because AEW kind of went backwards a little bit last night. But next week we'll see what happens on both shows for St. Patty's Day. So yeah, overall I got to say this week once again on both shows was not too bad. So it is what it is. That's all I'm going to say about that. And now I'm going to turn it over to Mitt before I hear from, we hear from Justin and get his thoughts on NXT. Mitt, the stage is yours, my friend. I'm your fan. I thought you were a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're my hole. <laughs> oh, uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to know that. Sorry about that. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I'm talking about. Maybe, well, maybe John will enjoy that, but not me. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, anyway, NXT was a pretty good show. I agree. But spoiler alert, it's something I've been telling y'all that's going to happen next week. I don't want to give it away, but I know what's going to happen. And JD is something I've been telling you all along. Yep, you have. Thatcher will turn his back on Champa next week and join Imperium. Book it. Oh. Interesting. Very interesting. Yes. Uh, before we go to Justin here, let me go ahead and read what John had to say because John has pretty much a whole bunch here to say. And Justin, I'm not kind of, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to cheat you out of your time there, Justin. Let me go ahead and read what John had to say, because he had quite a bit about both shows. Let me go ahead and read this right fast. Uh, first off, the NXT new women's NXT NXT women's tag team champions. John thinks it's going to work really well. He he sure he sure hope it does. Congrats to Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez for being the first ever NXT women's tag team champions. Of course, Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart were more deserving of the belts. As far as the new NXT pay-per-view, of course, standing deliver goes, John thinks is John thinks is actually a good title title for the show. Hmm, okay, he can't wait to see how many matches are going to be, be there. He potentially knows that it might be either Balor versus Karrion Cross or Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. And I actually sp- I saw that clip of O'Reilly beating the crap out of Adam Coleman. He, he, he really took him. He, he really beat the crap out of him, and then some. Let me tell you. That's reason is that stop dogpiling all over O'Reilly, man. He probably even Regal tried. Cole. Even Regal. I think I thought even Regal tried to jump in the fray and tell him to stop, and he, he would not. He, I mean, it was it, no. I mean, O'Reilly wants Adam Cole there. Yes, he does. And rightly so. He should be. He should be angry after what O'Reilly. What Cole did to O'Reilly at uh, Vengeance Day, not even a month ago. Hey, hey, a month ago. But you know what? I, I know the perfect. I know the perfect type of match if they ever if they do it. If they do it, especially for this event coming up. In my personal opinion, before I go on with John Stoltz here, they ought to make that a cage match. All they two. just might. If they're if they're going to have the Raymond James thing like they said they're going to, they could do it that way. I think they really could. That'll be pretty. That'd be, that'd be pretty good to me. I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind hearing about that. Of course, John says. Speaking of Balor, he gets away with another NXT title defense against Cole. So all in all, NXT did not look too shabby at all. 
John actually liked the new motto of NXT. What's the new motto of NXT? I don't, I don't get what. Hey, hey, JD. Yo. Sound like NXT took a book from Stevie Wonder, didn't they? Sign, seal, and deliver. Yeah, they did. No doubt. No doubt about it. Yeah. I agree with you. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. Um, in, in the movie, in the <laughs> song by um, Mr. Mystery. Oh, okay. Uh, John says we'll just see how the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship actually works. They've been talking about it, I think, that, that, that for a while. I, would, I figured by now they probably had to start doing something. And they had to start playing a lot of cards here. We're seeing this out, of course, a lot of things have been altered big time, especially with right now because of the pandemic. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure this was probably one idea they had on the back burner and they finally decided to bring it up. So, it was. Uh, and John says, now, 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 of course, let's go to, of course, John's thoughts about AEW. John said this was something that he knew was going to happen all along with the circle. John says he meet why? How did MGF plan this? Because we saw the signs of FTR, Sean Spears, and Tully Blanchard possibly reforming a horseman angle weeks ago. And and sure enough, there was an on-screen guy behind the scenes, and it was obviously MJF. MJF set the inner circle up. He used the guys, used the inner circle to try to get to Chris Jericho so he could be better than Jericho. Where there's only one true God in the inner circle, and that is, of course, Chris Jericho. So MJF, FTR, Sean Spears, and Tully Blanchard, this is John saying this. You may have started this civil war against the inner circle, but John will say this. The war will eventually be won by the inner circle. As far as Christian making his dynamite debut and making a challenge for Omega, John says he can see that happening. But then again, of course, it could be a six-man tag team match at double or nothing. With Christian Moxley and Eddie Kingston against against Omega, Gallows, and Anderson. John says he kind of hopes so on that. And that's all for John's thoughts about AEW and NXT. And also, I actually read, didn't I read this as well? And if I, speaking of Kenny Omega, and I think I read something on YouTube about this the other day, and y'all probably can clarify this for me. That apparently at, the Impact, at Impact Wrestling's next pay-per-view, which I think is between Rich Swan and Moose, I guess for the world for their world title, that whoever wins that will will um, will uh, I don't know I don't, I don't know when it's supposed to happen, but apparently they'll have an opportunity to face off against Kenny Omega in a title versus title match or something. It's, I mean, yeah, I read they, something about yeah, they're gonna unify the two title and then from that Matt they're going to face Omega at Rebellion so they're going to unify regardless of who wins that match at Rebellion they're going to unify the Impact World title and the TNA belt that Moose brought back out is that correct yes that's correct I see okay and whoever wins that match will face is it post? Is is is, is are both the Impact and AEW belts on the line? And will be on the line in that match in the encounter. Whoever meets Omega, I mean, or is it so just what, champion versus champion? So. I guess so. That's my understanding. I mean, I mean, it'd be kind of interesting to see. Like I said, if one man holds both titles for both Impact and AEW, it would be interesting to see. 
and seeing how far that relationship will probably stand between Impact and AEW, um, uh, which is kind of unique. Oh, oh, I gotta get y'all. I gotta get y'all's thoughts about the story that I just read a little while ago. And JD, I definitely, I know you probably heard about this already, but I like. To, I definitely gotta get. You, I gotta get your thoughts about this first. That there is a very distinct possibility that NXT may stay where it's at. Because apparently, well, apparently, I just read a story just a little while ago, 411 Mania, that apparently some talks have been are being made between the NHL and NBC because of that. And it said because of all that, there's a possibility that NXT could be moved to Tuesdays. Well, apparently now I they've mean, said the NHL, the talk, the whole, but let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me finish, let me finish. The talks with the NHL have stalled. And if they can't come to any sort of agreement, then it looks like there's a possibility that NXT may stay where it's at. Yeah, I it heard about move. that too. I heard about that too. I mean, I'm sure they're going to get something worked out, but you never know. I mean, you just never know. I mean, think about it. I mean, NBC, of course, sports is going to be done after this year with the NHL. And meanwhile, ESPN just paid over, what, two and a half or three billion, something like that, to broadcast the Stanley Cup uh, finals in the playoffs. I mean, that's just, that's crazy. Well, the thing about, the thing about it is right now, I said the bigger deal is apparently is the thing with, uh, with, 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 with uh, the NHL is to broadcast them on both ESPN and ABC. I mean, they're still talking to NBC, but they're also talking to Fox and they're also talking to CBS about about uh, about um, broadcasting those games. But they say that if the talk to the NBC does not that, that, that falls through, then that move may not even happen. The NXT may continue to stay on Wednesdays and compete with AEW. So there's there's a possibility of that, but right now it's just kind of up in the air. Now, I think we haven't heard from one person here as of yet. Now, apparently, for some reason, he brought food for himself but didn't bring it for anybody else. I don't know why in the world he did that. Mm. Now, we're going to have to get him up there, tell him up there to go up there and dance while we play. You can't touch this. Uh, uh, <laughs> Justin, oh, not bad, Mitt. Very nice. Um, no, I had I had supper already. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Anyway, Justin, your personal thoughts and opinions uh, about what happened, about anything that happened with, with, on both NXT and AEW last night, please, your personal thoughts. I'm shocked that um, a lot of people thought that Jericho would turn on MJF, but it would be MJF that would turn on Jericho on AEW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, right. Do we see that happening? Do we do we see a match between them eventually? Or you think they're yeah. going to build that up? Or do you think they have to build that up? JD, you repeat it. Do you think they're going to have to build up this thing between Jericho and MJF? And JD has stepped away for a moment. Apparently, he has probably flushed himself down the toilet. I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. but uh, Mitt will be back in a moment. I think he just had to step away for just a few moments. While we do so, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and give you this one more time: one six zero five 
562-0444. Caller ID 138-521-POUND is episode 294 of NWO Wolfpack, of course. Uh, <clears throat> of course, I said this is 10.08 p.m. Eastern Time, like Thursday, March 11, 2021. Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinshaw, alongside the Iceman, Jared Geralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. Uh, while we have a little bit of a breather here, folks, let's go ahead and give you a reminder of what will be taking place tomorrow here in the radio network. First off, of course, starting at 4 o'clock will be our next edition of WWS Sports Machine. Of course, be sure to join, of course, uh, along with uh, along with Shaq, of course, to join Justin, Mitt, and JD as they talk about the latest sports stories coming in on, on the wire. I'm sure stuff like the ACC, uh, ACC tournament going on and I'm sure other sports-related stories, of course, will also be talked about here as well. Be sure to, of course, join the Four Sports Machine tomorrow afternoon at 4. Of course, I'm sure unless anything does change. I think Shaq did confirm on Monday that it would be at 4 o'clock. Uh, so, uh, episode, uh, uh, caller ID 944-1585. Be sure to, of course, join him for that. And also tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, episode 962 of WWS Revolution, 138055-pound. We'll bring you the latest wrestling news and views and also the latest wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. Plus, also our thoughts and opinions as to what will take place tomorrow night on SmackDown. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll give you the official results here of, of course, the, uh, and of course, the, of what I'm about to talk about here in just a few moments. The, uh, the, uh, of course, the trivia championship fall uh, matches that we've had going on all week. As well as, of course, the results of the, of the, of course, uh, vacant title tournament that we currently have going on here, with several of our several members of the pay-per-view prediction center page. Uh, we'll definitely give you the official results for all that, of course, coming up here tomorrow night on episode 962 of Revolution. There is still more. There is still time to vote beforehand. So if you haven't done so yet, please feel free to get please feel free to do so. Get your name in the hat for it. As of course, like I said here, you uh, you could you could of course if, of course like you said vote for who you think should move on in the tournament. Of course, like we said, first place in the tournament will win the, the WWF US World Heavyweight Championship. Second place will win the WCW US Hardcore Championship, and of course, third and fourth place will be the brand new AAA US Mixed Tag Team Champions. So let's go ahead. Speaking of which, let's go ahead and check on that. Let's go ahead and give you some updates here about, um, about these matches, of course, that we have currently going on here. Um, as we got, first off, we'll go, we'll go to the all the title matches, of course, that we have um, that we that we've had, of course, uh, set up since, of course, what happened on. Uh, um, since of course after AEW Revolution, but of course let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and bring you some of those here so far. Uh, first off here, ladies and gentlemen, the WWS Horseman Championship, of course between and the champion Antonio Gutierrez and Christopher Shark Palzer. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a tie with three votes each between Antonio and Chris, so it could go either way. Hopefully the tie will be broken, of course, by, by of course, before Revolution tomorrow night. 
the black, uh, the WCCWS Terror Dome Championship, of course, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds defending against the Empress Anne Marie Rickenbach. Michelle currently still leads and three votes to two. The NXT US Vengeance Championship, of course, right now, the champ between the champion Shaquille Cole Cephas and the King Cosmic Patel. That one has also gone to a 3 3 tie there as well. Also, of course, the AEW US Space of the Revolution Championship. Uh, currently, the King Cosmic Patel is leading the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and William Banks with five votes. JD and William are tied still with one vote each. Remember, of course, the most votes wins the belt. Second place, you see, becomes the number one contender for this title. As the same for the AEWS Big Money Championship, of course. As, of course, ladies and gentlemen, those participating are as follows. John Gross, Justin Lewis Fleming, Robbie Thomas, Alayla Peters, Antonio Gutierrez, Samuel McAllister, Jordan Stoklas, and also Danny Humote Park. Uh, Layla, Antonio, Samuel, Jordan, and Danny have not received any votes as of yet. But currently, as we stand right now, John is leading this, leading the Big Money Championship poll with five votes. Justin, you're still in second place with three, followed by Robbie Thomas with two. The AEWS Deathmatch Championship, of course, uh, between the Empress of Marie Rickenbach, Andrew Scott, and Clark Halzer. And is currently leading that right now with nine votes. Andrew Scott has one vote. Chris Paulson has not received any votes yet. As for, of course, like I said, the matches as far as the vacant championships are concerned, here is what we have so far. Matt and match and match number one. Uh, Justin is currently still leading Paul Herman Barr, six votes to nothing. Uh, and match number two. William Banks is leading Andrew Scott right now, four votes to three. Match number, uh, match, match number, let's see, sorry about that, I may have to go all the way up here, sorry about that. Match number three, Jordan Stoklas, 30 leading Shaquille Cole Cephas, eight votes to four. Uh, let me see, sorry about that. Match number four, Jody Valentine, currently leading Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, five votes to two. Match number five, Big Diesel Gregory Kramer currently leading Samuel McAllister, four votes to two. Match number six, Anthony Chobot currently leading Captain Dave Spieler, four votes to one. Match number seven, the Iceman Jared Giralmo is currently leading Robbie Thomas, six votes to one. Match number eight, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, <coughs> Michelle Lynn Dodds, excuse me, currently leading uh, Chris the Shark Palser, seven votes to one. Oh, boy. Match number nine has Michelle's mom, Christy, leading Byron J. Brain, seven votes to two. Woohoo! Match number 10, the human suplex machine, John Gross, currently leading the JML Experience, eight votes to one. Match number 11, <clears throat> the Empress Anthony Rickenbach, currently leading Alayla Peters, five votes to four. Match number 12, the Cowboy, Clinton James Smith, currently leading Danny Pomoe Park, four votes to three. Match number 13, Antonio Gutierrez, still leading Kevin Sullivan, five votes to four. And match number 14, the King Club's Mitt Patel, currently leading Eddie Garza right now, five votes to three. Now, here was something else that I did just add here earlier tonight. A lot of folks, I'm sure, have already seen this by now. 
But what I have done is I was looking at a video on YouTube earlier tonight of the of the uh, of all the Royal Rumble winners from its beginning in 1988 up until, of course, this this year. <clears throat> now, uh, I've also also included, of course, Braun Strowman, of course, who won the greatest Royal Rumble <clears throat> event, as well as, of course, the four women who won the 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 uh, women's Royal Rumble matches in 2018, 2019, last year, and also this year. I have put everyone in a infamous Rumble winner. Battle Royal, as I am called. Okay, and let me go ahead and name the stip. You and name how we're doing this here, guys. That everyone will have an opportunity to vote for who they who they think will win this this fan, this technically you say like this fantasy warrior rumble featuring all these well known names. Like I said, there's four women in this and there's 22 men in this. So. This, this is all in good fun here, guys. Um, of course, I've also thought ahead here as, uh, <clears throat> and I did not state the full details on this, but what I am doing is that who, whichever uh, superstar receives the most votes will the, the, the people that voted for that person, voted for that person to win will be placed in another poll match to determine the number one contender for the brand new NXT US Stand and Deliver Championship. Which of course, like I said, we had which of course that event's not gonna be until um what was it April the um when 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 is that when is that event again? This seven and eight. When is that the seventh and the eighth. Thank you. Um, so let's see. Now is that a third? So is the seventh and eighth is a Thursday and a Friday. Is that correct? Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. So the the voting for this will end will end the will end on that revolution before um before. That before that pay per view, of course, takes place. Uh, <clears throat> and let, let me let me check my count. Okay, okay. Uh, it would be okay. I see. Okay, I got you. Right. Okay. And the and like I said, I will announce the winner of that um, of this of this fan, of the Rumble winner Royal Rumble uh, on uh, Thursday, April the fourth. Of course, that edition of, of NWO Wolfpack. Uh, of course, all those who have won the Royal Rumble in the in the past here, of course, from its humble its humble beginnings in 1988 all the way up to, of course, this year. And like I said, there's even the the women are involved in this as well. And I'm talking about Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Big John Studd, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Yokozuna, Bret Hart, Lex Luger, Shawn Michaels, Vince McMahon, The Rock, uh, Triple H. Brock Lesnar, Chris Benoit, Batista, Rey Mysterio, Undertaker, John Cena, Randy Orton, Edge, Alberto Del Rio, Sheamus, Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura, Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre, and like I said, the four women that won the women's Royal Rumble matches, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and Bianca Belair. 
And so far, we have four votes for Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's uh, um, in this. So there's still plenty of time to vote on this here, guys. And I've also posted this as an announcement on the pay-per-view prediction center page so everybody can have a good look at this at this poll. Um, so that way um, they'll, they'll be able to decide, of course, who they would like to see go off and win here. Anybody's welcome to vote here uh, on this, of course, as well. Uh, let's see here. Um, let me, let's see here. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. <coughs> um, let me see. What what else? What else do we have here? Um, well, um, if anybody's up to it, then all that we can, what we can do for. Uh, for like the next few moments, if anyone, if everyone wishes to, of course, do so. I mean, whoever wishes to take part, or they don't have to. But how about another? How about another round of? Uh, or I'll tell you what. I know something. I know something we haven't done here for quite some time. Um, hmm. Hmm. Oh dear Lord. Um I know that I, 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 we have done enhanced versions of this original idea, but what I would what down now of course I think this is not a bad idea here. I have to think about this for a few moments here, folks. Sorry for the little bit of a brain freeze act currently have um how about some some wild and wicked fantasy matchups uh the sky's the limit wrestlers from the past and present doesn't matter what organization they were a part of what organization in, if they're dead or alive they're male or female. That makes no difference what it is. Whatever type of match you want to have, it, you want to you want to do. Um, we like to um, um, like to throw that out there too. Let me ask everybody. See if everybody's up to it. Let me ask JD. Uh, uh, JD, would you would you care to take part? I'll go last. You go last. Mitt and Justin, would y'all would y'all care to go for, to go on with it? Would y'all like to try it? Sure. Yeah. Okay. And John's already left us here for the night, so he, I guess he's probably having probably to go to bed, or he's probably dreaming that he's sleeping with a girl. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, like I said, we thank you for coming on here tonight and bringing us, of course, tonight's wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. We'll talk to them tomorrow night, hopefully, on WWS Revolution. Okay, uh, you know what? Let's be fair about this. Let's go. Let's go to Mitt first, and then we'll go to Justin, and then I'll go, and then JD says he wants to go last. So Mitt, like I said, the sky's the limit, bud. 
doesn't matter who it is, doesn't matter for what organization, if they're dead or alive, male or female, doesn't matter who it is, or whatever type of match you want to do with it, whatever type of match, it's your call, my man. Please take it away. Okay. Oh, let's start. How about Mark Henry versus King Kong Bundy? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. All right, Mitch, since you made the match, you get to choose. Uh, who do you think would pull this off? I would go with Mark Henry. Mark Henry. Justin, Mark Henry versus King Kong Bundy. I'm gonna go uh, Mark Henry. Okay, JD, anything to say about this match? Henry. You know what? I hate to go against you guys, but I gotta say Bundy. I think Bundy might be able to splat the avalanche. It might tear the ring in half, but I mean, hey, we saw that happen before. So, hey, there you go. Uh, Justin. You're next, my man. Like I said, any type of match you wish, you're going right ahead. Um, I quit. Okay, and who and who and okay, and now who? Now you got to pick the competitors here, bro. Remember, fantasy matchup. I mean, it's what what. Think about what you might would, would have wanted to see or would like to see, basically. The Miz versus uh, Mr. Kennedy. Ooh. And an I quit match. Who do you think would win that, Justin? I say Mr. Kennedy. Okay. Myth, um, the match here is The Miz versus Mr. Kennedy in a I quit match. Yeah, I do his impersonation. Kennedy! Kennedy! <laughs> So I take it you would go with him, okay? Uh, JD, I quit the Miz versus Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. And you know what? Admit Kennedy. I like that impression. Mr. Colostomy bag. I mean Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> That, that would be yeah, yeah, I can do it better. You remember, you remember, you remember Steve? I can do it better. I can do it. Okay, Justin, go ahead. Go ahead. Mister! Wait. Wait. <laughs> Mr. Kennedy! He kind of sounds like Michael Buffer in a way. Uh, 
Let's hey, – hey, hey, okay, Mitt, you got me started on this right here. Here's Michael Buffer when he's in the bedroom. Let's get ready to have sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. oh, my God. Ten rounds of... <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, okay. I'm going to get... Okay, that's just horrible. He's a great... He's a, he's a great announcer. Now his brother, I think, does does get announced in the UFC too. So I think his brother's not bad either. So I have high respect for that. Anyway, my match here, guys. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. That was hilarious. <laughs> this is gonna be. We're gonna probably have to. We're gonna have to probably put a star beside this episode as the being silly tonight. There you go. Uh. Oh gosh. Uh I tell you what, I got it right here. A submission match. Bret Hart versus Adam Cole. Baby. All right, all right, let me let me run down the list. Justin, Bret Hart versus Adam Cole in a submission match. I'm going to go with Hitman. Mitt, what about you? Yep. Right to Hitman Hart. JD, what about you? Draw. I got to say draw, too. Yes. And I think JD's got really a good one kind of cooked up here. I thought that's why he probably wanted to go last. All right, JD, go ahead. Let's hear what you got. All right. I'm going to say, however, a very unique match, however, it will be false count anywhere. We will have Triple H in his early music, however, as I will supply right now. Hold on, tell you what it is. Are you talking about the Hunter Hearst Helmsley music? Versus Kenny Omega. Oh, early Triple H versus Kenny Omega. Wait, wait, wait. When you say early Triple H, you mean the the Beethoven Triple H or the the Beethoven Triple H? Yes, O2 Triple H. Yeah, wonderful. The very early version of Triple H. Yes. That's it. Okay, JD, you made the match. Who do you think? I want to see Triple H early beat Kenny Omega. Okay, yeah. all right. Mitt, let me ask you this: uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Kenny Omega. I say, a, I'll say a draw. Okay, Justin, Hunter Hearst Helmsley versus Kenny Omega. I say uh, draw. You know, I'm gonna say the same thing because because when he was like that, he wasn't as he wasn't as ripped as he is as he turned out to be, right? I mean, right. So, I mean, 
I mean, the thing is, is that what he looked like whenever he beat Roman Reigns at the, at the Rumble that one year, he almost kind of looked like that back in the 90s. But, of course, he was a little bit more slender at the time. But, uh, oh, oh, before we go any further here, guys, I also reported a couple of things. Um, and, J.D., this is, my point. this is probably one of your favorite wrestlers. I'm sure you probably heard about this. Becky Lynch's father passed away this morning. Yeah, I did hear about that, and that is very, very unfortunate. Our thoughts and prayers are with Becky, certainly, no doubt about it. That really sucks. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, let me see here. Uh, also here, guys, uh, I've been posting some WrestleMania uh, matches on the in the video vault, but I also posted one that they actually had on 411 Mania earlier tonight. Which was the six pack, the six pack women's match for the women's title. I think it was from WrestleMania 33. I think uh, I posted it in the Women of WCWS page. If anybody wants to check that out, of course. All right, we'll go back around the same order here again. Uh, let's see, Mitt. I will start with you, sir. Uh, uh, your next matchup. All right. I'm going with the same Triple H that JD just mentioned, but this time okay. with Lord Steven Regal. The submission. He's a man, such a man. No, no, Lord Steven Regal. No, 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 not the one wearing the blue jeans, JD. The one. The that was bad one. though. I'm saying that was bad though. But you got, but you have to admit the theme was cool. Mm-hmm. I love the theme. Now he sucked as that, yeah. But I, I like to, I like. Here it is right now. Such a man, such a man. He's a real, real, real. Real man, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but you have to admit that I would. I, you have to admit the music was cool. The song was cool. It, it has moments. It's the same. Yeah. But uh, uh, but a, a, anyway, a, a, anyway, uh, Matt, who do you pick to win this between Regal and Hunter Hearst? I got Regal in this. Okay. Justin, Hunter Hearst Helmsley once again comes out. This time he faces Lord Stephen Regal. Let me say it again. Okay. JD, I'll ask you the same question. I'm going to say, and go out on him, I'm going to say Hunter. Now, I'll have to say that, too. I'll, I'll say that there as well. Speaking of Regal, he's one other fellow that, in my personal point of view, needs to go into the, Hall, go of the Hall of Fame. I, I think he deserves it. I mean, why not? What he's done here lately and what he's continuing to do, to have a Hall of Fame induction under his belt would be great. I mean, that's just me. Definitely. But, who knows? I mean, 
Hey, Molly Holly was a surprise this year. Maybe they might put Regal in. Who knows? So, I don't know. Uh, uh, Justin, uh, um, your, um, did you have your thoughts on, on, on the, uh, on the, uh, on your match, please? Next fantasy matchup, please. Uh, first blood match. Ooh. Um, John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Versus, versus, um, McFoley. Oh, now that's a good one. Uh, Justin, who do you think who would pull the win off here? I say a draw. Okay. Mitt, the fir a first blood match, according to Justin, between John Boxley and Mick Foley. Draw. JD, what do you think? First blood, Moxley versus draw. Mick Foley. I got to say a draw, too. Speaking of Moxley, nothing I brought up in the news right fast I'm gonna before, I, before I bring my matchup to the table is that the WWE is trying to trademark Moxley's old ring persona, Dean Ambrose, but they can't do it now without John Moxley's consent. Did y'all hear about that? Yeah, I did. And they said that now they got until September the 10th to do something. If nothing's done by that time, then the whole thing will be abandoned. And they can't trademark the name. So John Moxley's got to give his okay before WWE can do anything with the with the character. But what else are they going to use Dean Ambrose for? That's what I would want to know. I mean, I don't think they could use that for any would use that for anybody else, would they? I don't think so. Everybody remember him as remember, remember remembers Moxley as Ambrose. So I mean, why not? I don't know. Anyway, my next match here, guys. Uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, I got it. I got it right here. Oh, this is a good one. We're going to say a, I'm going to call it a triple threat Amazon match. Obviously, yes, this is a ladies match. Okay. Ponder this. China versus Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley. Ooh. My hand, my my pick. I think all three, all three are great. Close call here. I gotta say China. Mitt, what about you? China, Beth Phoenix, and Rhea Ripley. China. Justin? China. JD? I'm going to say uh, that Phoenix. 
Well, I guess we had this. JD had this coming here. He does this to John all the time. Might as well do it to him too. Traitor! Okay, no. <laughs> no, we're just picking JD. We're just picking. And JD, your 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 turn, sir. Please, let's see what you got on the table. All right, everything. All right, here we go. I am going to go with this one. I'm going to say the Outsiders taking on Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, the Four Horsemen. Ooh, and of course, when I hear this, when I heard this, okay, and of course, when I heard this match, I also thought about, I also thought about this. Files. <laughs> yeah, I, I I found another sound effects app, guys. That's where I got that from. And John JD's calling his match a draw here. Mint, let me ask you here next. As of course, uh, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, of course. Uh, obviously, I guess you probably said the Brain Busters or the Horsemen, whatever you want to call them, taking on the Outsiders. Draw. Justin. Draw. Yeah, I gotta say, yeah. I gotta say that too. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say that too. Here. Um. By the way, JD, I have posted some more sports stories in the sports roundup. If you like to take a gander of what to what I have posted. Also, some other great sports highlights too. Especially here. Also, the last couple of days, guys, if you go to the sports roundup page. Even though these videos are, are kind of ha ha have several years, have some years on them, there's a couple of videos on there in which, of course, one of them I think is from a track meet, and the other one was from a I think an archery con archery match or something like that, in which because one per one of the, one of the competitors uh, something happened with one of the competitors or something, somebody from the opposing side came to their assistance showing good sportsmanship these are a couple of videos that i definitely recommend going and looking at so if you get an opportunity they're both on the sports roundup page if you want to check them out so um let's see here uh those are some good ones here guys but now I'm going to tease you with one, one, one little thing here. Um, this is something else that we have not done here for, for quite some time. Uh, and y'all probably going to love what I'm about to do here. How about, let's see here. Um, Uh, let's see here. Well, just because you want to know what I'm talking about here. Um, how about a couple of quick rounds of Family Feud? 
in which each of y'all get an opportunity to guess. This is just for fun anyway. It's nothing for anything. It's not for anything big. JD, Mitt, Justin, y'all in for it? Yeah, I am. Yeah. JD, are you in? And he stepped away for a moment. So, Mitt, Justin, we're going to get you started here with this. This is a very short survey right here. Top five answers, guys. Listen very carefully. Name something that reminds you of New Orleans. Uh, Mitt, I'll start with you. Five answers. Mardi Gras. Okay, Mardi Gras. Number one answer is Mardi Gras. I would also have accepted beads as well. 38 people said Mardi Gras slash beads. <clears throat> Justin, uh, two through five are still remaining. Name something that reminds you of New Orleans. Um, I'm say, uh, the Bahamas. Justin, strike one. The Bahamas that is not on the board. Mitt, uh, four more answers. Four, four answers still remain. Name something that reminds you of New Orleans. Uh, gumbo. Repeat that answer. Gumbo. You say gumbo? Yes. Okay. I will take that as number two, of course. Um, Cajun slash food. Uh, 18 people said. 18 people said that one. Justin, three more answers still remaining. And something that reminds you of New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh -huh. No, not that. Uh, okay, um, hot jambalaya. That answer technically has already been taken. Oh. Think about something else that kind of reminds you of New Orleans. Paris. You said Paris? Yeah, I did. Justin Strike 2, that is not on the board either. Uh, Mitt, still three answers remaining. Name something that reminds you of New Orleans. Sports. You know, like your New Orleans Saints. Right. Mitt, strike one. That's not on the board, surprisingly. These are taken from the TV show. I've heard that nobody said that for this question. Hmm. That is shocking. Justin, be very careful. You got one more strike left here, but name something that reminds you of New Orleans. And no, JD's penis has nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> if he has any. Oh! Okay. 
Oh, there he is. Okay. Nah, we're just kidding, JD. You know. Okay. San Francisco. I mean, Justin Strike Three. That is not on the board. Uh, JD, if you want to get in on this question, you can. Um, and I think I, you got I, three know answers. Answer. I think yeah, I know the number one of them. Well, yeah. well, actually, well, 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 actually, that is one of the answers. That it's actually number three. Actually, seventeen people said jazz or blues. Uh, Mitt, uh, so far astounding you right now, you and JD, Justin, right now, no disrespect, Justin, but you have struck out right now from this question. Um, Mitt, so far you have Mardi Gras slash beads, number two, Cajun slash food, and three, jazz slash blues. There are two more answers remaining. Mitt, you got two strikes left. JD still has all three. Um, I know it's technically food, but hot sauce. That is, that would technically already be, be considered. Our, well, that is technically food, so technically that's already been said. We're still two, but but you still but you still have a couple of guesses, Buster. Go go on. But not that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Of course, the food will make you do that, probably. Maybe JD could probably vouch for that. I don't know, but. <sighs> the question again real quick name something that reminds you of new orleans uh bourbon street number five is bourbon street slash french quarter okay jd there is one answer left voodoo jd strike one voodoo is not on the board Ooh, it would be, though. All right, still one more answer left. You still got two strikes. I'm not sure. Okay, so technically, I think Mitt, you can just cut the strike there. JD, um, you still have you have two strikes now as well. One more answer is left. Name something that reminds you of the city of New Orleans. Well, we already said Bourbon Street, right? 
Yes, yeah, so far what's been said is Mardi Gras slash beads, Cajun slash food. You said music, jazz slash blues, and then Bourbon Street slash the French Quarter. You said there is one more answer left. Uh, it's not the things. It's definitely not the music. It is... Uh, You're the Gulf of Mexico? That's a good guess, but JD Strike 2, that is not there either. All right, Mitt, you and JD have still have one apiece. So, one more answer. Damn it, don't know what to say. You can't say WrestleMania because that's technically sports. Right. So your final decision is Um again, I don't know. Okay, so Mid has Mid Mid has struck out. JD, you have one more chance. Name something that reminds you of New of the city of New Orleans. Uh, let me just say it is. Hmm. Donut, bayonets, donuts. That's the same thing as food, so we won't do that. Uh, I give up. Okay. This was a tough one here, guys. Y'all got four out of the five. Y'all did tremendously. Y'all are going to kick yourselves in the head when I tell you what the fourth one, the fourth answer was. Hurricane Katrina. Katrina, I should have known that, yeah. Yes, so, um, so, um, then we have time to possibly to do one more, and I'll, and I'll try to find, I'll try to find a, uh, a short one, no offense, JD, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Okay. Okay, this is such a pretty big crazy. JD, I'll start with you on this one. Six answers, guys. Think of this very, very carefully. Six answers here. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Garlic. Number three is garlic. Mitt, five answers full left. Garlic's been said. If you're running from the vampire, name something you wish you had. You wish you had. I guess to probably Wait. defend yourself from the vampire. Uh, blood. Mitt, strike one. That is not on the board. Justin, 
you're back in this. If you're running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. So far, garlic has been said. Holy water. Number five is holy water. And of course, if uh, of course, and of course, if if uh, if um, of course, um, if any, if anybody uh, let's see. And by saw Nia Jax's holy would say, Holy. Never mind. Anyway, uh Jamie, so far garlic. No, I said holy. Mm. Uh, so far, JD, garlic and holy water has been said. Uh four more answers. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. A cross. Number one is cross. Yes. Mitts. Cross, garlic, and holy water has been said. Three more answers. If you're running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Whatever JD is singing. No, just kidding. I'm just listening to two soundtracks. Oh, okay. I love this one right here, JD. Dun 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 that never gets old. I don't care how old no. that is. That never gets old. I love it. Matt, I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Did you have a thought about this? Did you have a answer to this? Three more answers here. I would say... Hmm. A human? A what? Human. You know, a, a uh, person... Uh, 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 Oh, 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 I had, had another human being. Oh, um, Mitt, Mitt, Stry I see, Mitt, see, uh, Mitt, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's number one this or number two. This is what two. they would say to Mitt's answer from that one. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, ju um, Justin, uh, so far, cross, garlic, and holy water has been said. Three more answers still left. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Sunlight. That is not on the board, Justin Strike. Hmm. JD still three answers left. So far, cross, garlic, and holy water have been said. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Let me think. You would need uh, sunlight. Well, like I said, cross. Garlic, holy water. Uh, you would also need, however, uh, one steak. 
No, actually, I like mine well done, JD. No, anyway, number two is a, yes, number two is a wooden steak. Okay. Mitt, so far, cross, wooden steak, garlic, and holy water has been said. Two more answers left. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. Uh, I wish I had JD so he can chase him. <laughs> I'm assuming that's not your official answer. No. Okay. Yeah. Of course, JD can kill him with a Philly steak and cheese. Hey! No. There you go. <laughs> that actually sounds good right now. Hey, you want to talk about a piece of steak? Let me tell you what's a good piece of steak. A London broil, buddy. Yeah. You fix that sucker up the right way, man. Oh, baby, I tear it up. Oh, anyway, Mick, go ahead. I'm sorry, please. I'm just making myself hungry. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Oh, love Philly cheese steak. Why? <laughs> Oh, by the way, speaking of the music JD for Super Mario Brothers, if you go to, if you look up on YouTube one of the clips of uh, from the uh, from the uh, Tonight Show with Jimmy Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, they got the guy that wrote that created Super Mario Brothers that played the actual Mario Brothers theme on the Jimmy Fallon show. With the band, with, their, with his band. You gotta check that out. Uh, I think Mitt's still thinking about an answer here, so let me give him just a minute here. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. So okay, well, well, okay, Patrick, we're, we're gonna give, we're just gonna say strike two here in this case for each other. I was actually kind of lost track a little bit, so. So you'll have another opportunity here. Justin, two more answers still remaining so far. Cross, wood steak, garlic, and holy water has been said. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. And no, anything regarding JD does not count. <laughs> a knife. Number six is a knife. Okay. That's good. That's a good hey, one. JD, one more left, but if you're running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. What would you have? Hmm. See here. Let me think here. Don't tell me. I think I know the answer, too. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying it right here. I know. Thank you. Uh. Uh, water. Just regular water. Uh, JD strike two on that. No, regular uh, water is not on. Mitt, one more opportunity, bud. So far, let me go ahead and just recap here. So far, cross, wooden steak, garlic, holy water, and knife has been said. One more answer still remains. If you were running from a vampire, name something you wish you had. 
a gun. <laughs> number four is a gun. He's admit you got it. Wow. Nice job. Nice job on that. I did not think you were going to get that one. That's good. Oh, Chad. So all five answers, so all six answers, of course, in a recap are a cross, a wooden stake, garlic, a gun, holy water, and a knife. Very, very good indeed. Justin, you wanted to add something here, bud? The reason why I said sunlight because because sun kills vampires. Well, I know that. Yeah, I mean they always they always hide when whenever morning comes up. So yeah, so, yeah. The best part of waking up is it is mid sitting on your dying in your sleep. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, however, of course, here, uh, JD, I don't know if you were just a Joe at all. Would you, if anyone has a has a possible future look as to what will happen tomorrow afternoon on the sports machine? We might be soon for four o'clock, but you know what they also said though? We haven't played this commercial forever in a day, so let's uh cue it up right now. Okay. It's, it's usually not. Oh, what about uh, my history and birthdays? Well, we're over. I know, but but I was just asking. I was just asking JD about if he Here, has any inkling as to what. This is what we were playing back in December, oh. but I think I'm going to think this is appropriate now. Here you go. I, mean, I got something we haven't played in a long time. <laughs> Sorry, not that. Oh God, no! Oh, JD! Oh my God! JD, you! Oh my God! I thought you. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got one here for you. Here you go. I'm hoping I got this turned up as loud as it will go. I'm hoping y'all can hear it. Mr. Dumbass, I can bring a lot to Dumbass and Dumbass. I'm a go-getter. Dumbass material all the way. So, am I your man, Mr. Dumbass? The name is Nomaz. That's pretty thick-headed. 
Yeah, I'm surprised they don't play that commercial anymore. It's popular as A and W group group still is. Um, but uh, but now JD, what I was asking is, do you have any inkling as to what y'all are going to be talking about tomorrow afternoon? Well, we'll talk about the revolution. We're going to talk about free agency. We're going to talk about everything and everything under the sun. And then we're going to have a very special guest, Howard, and his name is this Howard. And I think everyone remembers this guy. Oh my god. Biggest. Dickest. <laughs> I mentioned my friend. You find it visible? I say the name. 
<laughs> uh, great, great, great clip there indeed. I've I've watched that clip many, many times too. Very good, JD. Very good there indeed. Mitt, uh, is there any? Biggest tickets is leaving for the night, so you will see you guys tomorrow. Okay, thank you there, JD. We'll talk at you here tomorrow. Revolution. Thank you very much. That was, of course, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo. Thank you for coming on here, of course, here tonight. And, of course, I have no idea why he referred to himself as big as Dickus. Uh, but, uh, of course, he, uh, of course, also, he's also actually called Tiniest Pickers. So, okay, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> myth, anything you wish to add before, <laughs> before we close up for the night? <laughs> We're on a roll tonight here, guys. We're just on a roll. So, anything else you wish to add? No, I don't. Okay. Thank you, Mitt. Now, Justin, of course, has been anxious to get his, of course, you see every single day on WWS Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook. The Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, of course, posts, posts the wrestling history, some more wrestling history of the day that you, that the uh, that the human suplex machine, John Gross, that doesn't, doesn't mention on our shows, of course. And he always, of course, brings us a little bit of a back. Any any additional wrestling history and birthdays here, of course, uh, <clears throat> to add on to what John has already told us for the night. So let's go ahead and switch over, of course, here to the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, for some additional wrestling history and birthdays. Please, Justin, go on right ahead. Okay, um, today is a happy 30th birthday to um, Johnny Idra from pro wrestler from Mexico. Um, he wrestles in um, this Mexican this wrestling organization in Mexico called called AAA. Today is a happy 33rd birthday to Cat Cat um. Ke Kashiko, Kashuko, Kashuhiko Nakajima, Nakajima, Japanese professional wrestler signed to PWN. Today is a happy 34th birthday. Happy 34th birthday to um, Mexican luchador, pro wrestler Black Taurus. Today is a happy 36th birthday to um. English wrestler Tony Spitfire. Tony Spitfire. Today's a happy 37th birthday to Haku and Zao from New Japan. New Japan wrestling, pro wrestling and all Japan pro wrestling. 
today today's a happy 38th birthday to Mexican Mexican luchador um Ray Comida better known Ray Comida from uh, from CMWL and Triple A today's a happy a happy 41st birthday to John to John Moss from um English wrestler Today, today would have been the 47th birthday to Thomas House. He's the older brother. He's the brother, older. He's the older brother of um, Charlie Haas. Today's a happy 48th birthday to Wakuro Sakato, Japan Japanese wrestler. And today's a happy 54th birthday. Today's a happy 54th birthday to Gary Wolf. Very known by by his rename Pitbull the First, one half of the tag team the Pitbulls from ECW. And today is a happy today is a happy fifty fifth birthday to Robbie Brookside, English retired professional wrestler. He is the she, he is the father father of um of Zia Brookside from NXT UK. Today is a happy 50, the 57th birthday of El Cuarto from wrestling, Mexican wrestling organization, AAA. And here's some wrestling history today. I know you remember this um, night, JD, um, Chad. 30 years ago today on WWF Primetime Wrestling, Macho King, Macho Man Randy Savage, and Jake the Snake Roberts were guests. Vince the Vince the old fart McMahon and Bobby the Brain Heenan show a retrospective of the Macho King, Macho Man Randy Savage, and Roberts tells Martell, Robert Jake Roberts tells Rick Martell that how he's going to beat him at WrestleMania seven, and um and Jake the Snake Roberts shows his pet snakes to Vince McMahon and Bobby in front of the crowd. Twenty years ago today. X-Pac defeated um, one the one Billy Gunn on Sunday Night Heat. Two DX members. Ten years ten years ago today on Friday Night SmackDown, Triple H responds to the Undertaker. Michael Cole interviews John Cena, and Layla Layla with, with Michelle De, Michelle McCool defeated Lay Cool. Man, I really hate Lay Cool. And ten years ago today, four four um. Four films were released in theaters nationwide. Um, I know you remember these movies, um, Chad. <laughs> Source Code, starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Michelle Mohagen. Battle, Battle, Battle Los Angeles, starring um, Michelle Rodriguez. Jane Eyre, starring um, Mia Wasikow, I don't know how you pronounce her name, something. And um, Mars needs my mom's featuring the voice of, voice of uh Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack is a Disney movie, and then that's it. Okay, thank you very much there, of course, Justin, for that report there as well. The King Club's Matt Patel has also now left us for the evening. We do thank you for coming on as well. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everybody for joining us. 
for episode 294 of NWO Wolfpack, of course, Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw, thanking the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno, the human suplex between John Gross. Also, of course, the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming, and the King of Clubs, Mint Patel, here tonight for some wrestling news uh, and also wrestling history and pop culture from both, of course, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the Soul Man, Justin Lewis Fleming. Plus, also, of course, their personal thoughts and opinions on what happened last night with both AEW Dynamite and also NXT. And some little fun with some a couple of family feud surveys and also some some fantasy matchups as well to kind of close up tonight. Plus, also an update, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on the on the trivia championship poll matches that we have up on the pay-per-view prediction center page. And also the introduction of the Rumble Winners Battle Royal to see who will, of course, like I said, be the winner of that. And the people that voted voting for the winner will, of course, fight for, will fight, will compete for an opportunity to pick up to, to of course, be the number, the new number one contender for the for the new NXT US Stand and Deliver Championship when we introduce it during the Stand and Deliver pay-per-view, of course, coming up next month. Uh, be sure, of course, ladies and gentlemen, as far as, as far as w, the world of WWS goes, be sure to check out all of our groups, of course, on Facebook, including, of course, uh, pay, the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center, as well as Entertainment Cavalcade, Sports Roundup, as well as, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, Game Show Alley, also Location of Animation, and also WWS Movie Channel. Also, check out our tribute groups to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, and also Whose Lines It Anyway. Uh, of course, on uh, Johnny Carson page, we got a lot more episodes of The Tonight Show and some clips from The Tonight Show posted on there. Be sure to check that out. Also, check out, of course, our tribute groups, of course, the Power Rangers, Power Rangers Protecting the Power, Home Improvement, More Power Forever. We've posted some full episodes of Home Improvement on there just, just to give that an experiment to see if anybody is willing to go on there to watch an episode of Home Improvement. If anybody likes that, if they do, we'll keep on doing that. We'll try our best to do that, of course. Also, NASCAR U.S. High Octane History, Motor Week Retro Review, Cars of the Past, uh, Justin's favorite page, A Gaseous Affair, uh, where, of course, he has to hold his nose every time he watches the, the clips. But I'm so that. that's, that's quite all right. Also, Women of WCWS, of course, for the female members. Of course, be sure to check out all of our some classic ladies matches from WWE, AEW, ROH, Impact, and so forth. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check out our tribute groups, including AEW US, ROH US, WCCW US, NWA US, AW, uh, let me see, uh, WWF US, and so on and so forth. And also, ladies and gentlemen, the video vault, of course, have been posting a lot of great stuff on there, including some classic matches and promos. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we've been posting a whole lot of Major League Wrestling content, of course, as well. So be sure to check out what we've, what we've got on there here, of course, here today. Also, check out all of our past episodes on TalkShoe of all of our shows, of course, dating back to 2015 all the way up until, of course, here today. Uh, be sure to check out every single episode of every single show we've done. And like I said, we're looking forward to hopefully getting all of our other shows back up on the air here very, very soon. And, of course, I'm hoping that a lot of our guys on here will definitely help, 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 of course, make that dream a reality. And we can get those shows back up and running here. And, of course, so that way they can, of course, uh, give their take about everything that is 
up for discussion, of course, here in the world of wrestling and other and other things, of course, as well. Wolfpack episode 294 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. We are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. Radio Network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course, still in the midst of this pandemic here. The great news is, obviously, officially, if anyone has not heard by now, President Biden has signed the uh, has signed the bill. So a lot of people who who of course are, are eligible to get uh, the fourteen hundred dollars stimulus check will be receiving that very very soon. So be sure to of course uh, be sure to of course uh, uh, be on the lookout of course here for that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, but definitely, ladies and gentlemen, in the face of this pandemic, of course, with more threats, of course, coming out here for it now, please, by all means, please stay safe. Uh, keep your hands clean. Keep yourself clean. Uh, and, of course, be doing a whole lot of praying, of course, and do what you feel is necessary to help combat all this. As, of course, we, of course, continue to fight on here, fight together to, of course, to, to permanently wipe out this pandemic and get things back to a some degree of normalcy. Indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the one and the only WCWS Radio Network. Justin, take care and God bless your folks. But I got you here, of course, tomorrow night on Revolution. Take care and have a great evening. And everyone, please take care. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.